Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone! Before we get started, I just want to let you know that your input can directly make our shows better. One of the biggest ways to support your favorite shows here is by rating and commenting on iTunes. All of our shows are available in Apple Podcast form on iTunes, and all you have to do is search for AfterBuzz and your favorite show title. Once you're there, leave the show a rating and a comment on why you like the show or any comments you have for the hosts. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to continue to bring you the best shows we possibly can. What's up, Runaways? We have a member of the Pride joining us. Who is it? Stick around and find out. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. Thank God it's Tuesday, right, people? I love Tuesdays. It means runaways. What do you guys, are you guys, who's this on the couch? Um, (laughs) Well, she looks like me. How's that for a clue? Um, I have a feeling she's a part of runaways. I I mean, she has to be, right? The pride? Hmm. Evil parents? We're going to find out. First, (laughs) let's introduce ourselves. Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Hey guys, I'm Mina, and you can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. What's up, guys? I'm Ashley Brinkman, and you can find me on Instagram at Ashley underscore Brinkman. And I'm Oliver Jenin. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. But first, let's find out who this Pride member is. <laughs> Lovely. Miss Lovely Angel Parker. Hi, guys. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Where can the good runaways find you? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm on Angel Parker and Angel Parker LA on Instagram. So. Oh, my God. We good. are so Check excited to have you. you. Thank you so much. You being a part of Runaways, how is that feeling in this moment? Like, you're, you're part of the MCU. I know. I know, which I had to learn what that was. Which is kind <laughs> of I, I just dove right in. It was crazy just to you know, get the audition for this job and learn all about it and, and just dive right in. So it's been such a whirlwind this whole year and for it to come out and the fans to love it so much. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm just really excited that, that people are digging it. Oh my gosh. How it, was that? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Next how, <laughs> how was that? Um, ca- like the casting process? Cause they're very secretive with yeah. their, their stuff. So you probably don't get a lot of background. No, you didn't get a lot. And I was actually, I was in Toronto shooting the strain Mm. when I got the audition for this and Corey Stoll who's uh, the other actor on the show he's a part of the MCU he was in Ant-Man and then my other co-star Rainbow Sun Franks was a huge Runaways fan so he knew it so I'm like oh I got an audition for a Marvel show oh and their <laughs> ears their nerd ears just perked up <laughs> oh my gosh we all went to dinner because we were trying to transition to night shoots and stay up late and they just gave me the whole rundown of it all and and the next day, I sent a tape, like I sent an audition tape into L.A. Mm-hmm. And a week later, I was flying back home to L.A. to to test for it. Then I went back to Toronto to finish the strain, came back to shoot, went back and forth. It was uh, it was a whirlwind of time, but it was just the best. That is so cool. And you have y- your mother, and what yeah. do, what do they think? Their mom is 
you know, part of the MCU, but she's also a villain. I know. Well, my son is almost 12. He'll be 12 next week. So he oh. he knew the MCU. He knew everything. So he, <laughs> we got the comic, and he read through it in two days. I've never seen that kid read so quickly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but it's hard to he, put down. I know. It is. It is. And I just love that it was a, a young black boy was the lead. So he mm-hmm. got to really just follow him as the protagonist and... Um, and he just let me know and then we just it was mama's homework to watch all the Marvel movies mm-hmm. all the Marvel shows he couldn't watch all the Marvel shows but yeah. but definitely all the movies and stuff and we just we had a, we had fun kind of getting mom up to up to speed oh with everything Marvel <laughs> so cool yeah everybody in the chat sorry everybody in the chat is giving me so much love they're like I love yeah. your lab rats yeah. like they're just oh, like yeah. lab rats like it's yeah. like that like, uh, I yeah. know I know it's kind of cool because the lab rats fans are growing up and so they're old enough to watch Runaways yeah. so they're kind of coming along and they're still like it's Tasha Dad <laughs> but um so it's 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 really cool that that it's kind of a, a still a family you know it's a young audience mm. show so because i love the fans and young fans are the best because they're just so invested in the show and it means so much to them so i really mm. love talking to the fans online yeah and guys if you have any questions in the chat if you're tuning in live please let us know yeah. so we can you know ask angel your questions <laughs> um so we're going to be talking about episodes four and five today okay, great. so please whenever you just interrupt us if you want to just like <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to say something. Okay. But we're going to be like talking. We can even talk about past episodes as well. Because yeah. like you and Molly have some some dynamics going oh, on yeah. too. Yeah. Episode three was crazy. Um, but yeah. But first, yeah. before we go on, I'm going to do um, a little shout out to a wonderful show called Vikings. Now, it's history's critically acclaimed series that premiered uh, last week, November 29th. And season five begins with Ivar the Boneless asserting his leadership over the great heathen army. While Lagertha Ger- La reigns as queen of Kagat. Kagat? Kagat. Um, Ivar's murderer of his brother Sigurd sets the stage for vicious battles to come as Ragnar's son plot their next moves after after avenging their father's death. Bjorn follows his destiny into the Mediterranean Sea and Flocky, who is suffering from the loss of his wife Helga, takes to the sea, submitting himself to the will of the gods. This season is full of startling alliances and unbelievable betrayals as the Vikings fight to rule the world. Does anyone watch Vikings? Do you watch Vikings? I don't watch Vikings. Well, it sounds like I should, though. You need to. <laughs> I need to get on this, but we're going to talk Runaways, because I am addicted oh, to the show. So, episode you. four, titled 15. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, this one was a crazy one, because we open up with Amy's death. I know. Or murder, possibly. <laughs> so Nico Or suicide, you don't know. Or no suicide, idea. because it's a tragic accident, as we constantly it's referred to it's referred to so i think it's funny how all the parents keep calling every murder act death a tragic accident well you know (laughs) we don't mean to be bad you have good slash bad intentions at the same time yes all will be revealed (laughs) oh my gosh like do they tell you basically you know if you're bad or if you're good or what the motive is between... No, you know, Josh Swartz and Stephanie Savage, they're the, the showrunners of our show, and they made Gossip Girl, and mm-hmm. they made uh, The O.C., and, and Josh would always say there are no villains. I love it. So he would say, there's no villains. Don't don't think of yourself as a villain. That's not true. Because everyone has their own self-interest. Everyone, yeah, and there's reasons for it, and then it also flips on its head, and you, when, the, when we get to the end, mm-hmm. you're going to understand a little bit more about how we enter the pride. And we mm-hmm. see a little bit of it in episode five on sort of the deal with the devil mm-hmm. that, that we mm-hmm. start to make and what we owe. But, yeah, no, I don't think of myself as a villain. Just, nice. you know, a determined woman. But when, <laughs> yeah. you, when you were acting up the scenes, did you know what your mission was ahead of time? Or do they just give you the script without, 
letting you know in we, advance what... Well, we don't know a lot. We have the source material, so we have yeah. the comics, so we do know what the show's about, and we do know sort of the arc of what's going to happen. Okay. But it's up to the writers, it's up to how it's playing, and, and mm-hmm. I just, I simply just try to play each scene as I'm in them at that time, and so then it just kind of... L- layers upon itself and then the whole episode happens because if I try to think of the whole thing at once I'm going to be lost so mm-hmm. I just think of it one step at a time so okay. I just concern myself with the scene that I'm doing okay. at gotcha. the time yeah yeah, and it's really cool that Brian K. Vaughn is the executive consultant on the show yeah so. no he was very active in it yeah. all so no we're not trying to change anything we really want to honor what the fans want to see and everyone's going to love it mm-hmm. and we're seeing new sides of Catherine that we didn't see in the comics you no know? they're really expanding on that in the yeah. history of the pride and sort of the backstory of, of all of that they did have to sort of take a look little bit of creative mm-hmm. license to build all of that but Brian was a, a part of all, all those discussions so. w- was there something that you personally wanted to in- incorporate in Catherine or I just wanted her to ring true I just wanted her to be honest I wanted you to believe I wanted you to see believe her I wanted you to see sort of the conflict that she has and just how much she loves her family how much we you know we call it team wilder and how she's gonna move forward no matter what mm-hmm. <laughs> well you seem to love Alex a lot more than Tina loves Nico oh, or Amy because I, know. I don't know what do you, what do you guys think of this whole murder slash suicide that happened with Nico Mm. okay first of all she knocked out her own daughter that's a strike against you already I kept thinking that was a dream or like some sort of like because they framed it like a flashback but it felt like she was hallucinating it was a flashback I don't know. It felt like a hallucination. Or like she's <laughs> she's <laughs> dreaming. I did yeah. not want to believe. That. Did not want to believe Wish it. Wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, it it the the parents um, Robert and Tina they seemed way too calm. Yeah. For me to think that they didn't know that this was going to happen to Amy. So I feel like they have some input. Um, but ultimately, I think it was the Pride's decision as a whole. Um, but I don't think they're that heartless to go ahead and kill their own daughter. But I, I feel like it was a decision that had to be made. For know, the during, greater good, yeah. Doing predictions really early, but kind of <laughs> like... No, no, we have a yeah. lot to talk about. Episode 5 is a good one. Angel's here, so, so it's okay. We can go all over the place. <laughs> Am I right? All right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I do beans. know. I do know, but I'm not going to say. Oh, my god! I know. Well, all we, we do know at this point that the pride needs a new sacrifice because Destiny washed up on a beach. I know. Poor Destiny. Oh, that was yeah. so... Uh, I do have a question about the, the episode with Destiny. How was it filming Destiny's scene where she was put into the pod and it was the pride meeting because all of us watching it we were like oh, it was so <laughs> awful I know so I mean those those scenes we shot down at a mausoleum down in Compton in this be- so it, it's creepy you know <laughs> we, there's no acting in, in in the set of just being there but it it was hard and and she's such a beautiful actress and she was very committed and you know they they p- ensure her privacy so mm-hmm. there's yeah. you know there's sort of nude things to cover her and mm. and we really protected her and we really wanted her to feel safe because there's a lot of people in those yeah. rooms and she really had to to go through a lot so it's it's not easy it's not easy and it doesn't really take much acting when you start to play the scene and you have to put this girl in the box and you're conflicted and she starts to fight back and and Ryan's character Jeffrey's like I'm sorry so all of a sudden it's confirmed that that this is not right um it breaks your heart Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was such a good scene. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. 
seeing Jeffrey's reaction, he was he didn't want to do it. You know, oh. he, he didn't want to do it. He's, you may have wanted to do it. <laughs> Catherine was just like, I think that get everybody's <laughs> everybody's conflicted for their own for their own reasons, but. Jeffrey was the most conflicted. Jeffrey's mm-hmm. just like this. This should not be happening. This should not. And he's the he's vocal about it because your kids are the same age as Destiny, basically. Exactly. At this yeah, point. we say that. It's like that he says that doesn't this bother anybody that it's the age mm-hmm. of our kids? And I think you know, in episode five, that kid is, looks like our child, and and it's mm-hmm. it's even harder for everyone to really swallow that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you you work with James Marsters, and yeah. like we see his character in episode four, he's going through some PTSD. He's driving, and he sees a he. You know, he thinks that he picked up this girl and hit her over the head, and he's going to use her as a sacrifice. And we come to find out that she's not even there in the back of the van. Yeah. Well, he turns the music up, and she escapes. She escapes. Yeah. So I don't know how clear that was, but she gets out. She's not. Yeah. She gets out, and she's not going to be taken down. Those scenes were a lot. They were they were longer, and they were bigger, mm-hmm. and they sort of got trimmed down. I'm not sure why. Maybe because they mm. might have been too graphic for the oh. young audience, or maybe for time. You never know, but um, but still, and then he tries to kidnap the the the, the homeless the, the man. Homeless man yeah. And, yeah, and he gets then they arrested. get and they get arrested. I know it all goes down for James. Bailed out by the police because the pride has oh, you know the floors. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, pride. we got them. In they our have pocket. connections. Uh-huh. It's crazy. I need to be a part of this pride. You know I know, right? <laughs> I don't really want to sacrifice a seventeen-year-old, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I kind of I thought that he was just going through like he he she wasn't really there. I thought no. I thought maybe possibly that he did kidnap her, but years prior, maybe she was like a prior uh, sacrifice. No, That's, he kidnapped was... her and she escaped. Okay, yeah, but he 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 does have, which you find out in episode five, he does mm-hmm. have a, a severe brain tumor, so yeah. he does he does have things that are happening in his brain, so things are not always what they seem with him. So it could, it could very well, you know, play that way and still Mm -hmm. work that what he thought he did, what he thought he had is just gone. Um, Cause he sort of feels that way about everything with the box, not working and then getting it to work and, Mm -hmm. and how he is with his family, how he is with chase, you know, it's not, it's not easy to be Victor Stein. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing that pain that's causing all this anger. He's mad that he has this cancer, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, anyone would be, um, especially a brilliant man like that, when your mind is everything to you and then it's being compromised. Mm-hmm. Of course, that would that would take its toll. Yeah. Um, and I think we definitely saw a different side to him because originally we were all scared of him. I'm I like, know. Oh, Nobody likes gosh. him. I know. And then, buddy, and you're like, wait, why do we yeah. hate him so much? And yeah. And yeah. You start to understand. Nina, you, you, she, uh, last week you said, like, I could totally sympathize with him. And you were right. Like, yeah, we, I, I could sympathize with him now. he's not just a black and white character. There has mm-hmm. to be something that's causing it. Just the binding scene was yeah. nothing. Yeah. Prior, and like, you were totally skipping ahead. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> when he, no. He, nobody, nobody's, nobody's black and white. There are, like I said, mm-hmm. like Josh mm-hmm. said to us, there are no villains in this. So there's, there's shades of good and bad and everybody yeah. uh in the runaways too so you're gonna see that over the the course of the season just you're gonna swing back and forth on who you're rooting for and i think that's awesome because i think usually they don't do that with shows that are geared towards millennial audiences but now they're yeah. starting to do more of that where i feel like when i was growing up watching smallville and all these other show, shows it was, it was very good like, and evil clear yeah. like who the good guy was and who the bad guy was and now things are shifting and i think People are picking up that younger audiences are more savvy. Yeah. yeah. You know, kids have a voice. Teens have a voice. They don't need to be talked down to to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, kids have levels and layers. And <laughs> to just say that, oh, this we need to be this clear. It's like, no, nobody, mm-hmm. nothing is black and white. Life is nuanced. And so people are picking up on that. And the young audience is a great 
vibrant audience and the fans are so vocal and so strong and the internet is such a powerful yeah. resource and social media so you get to hear what's going on and like no we don't buy it we don't need to be talked down to mm-hmm. some shows are very clearly like a, a Smallville this mm-hmm. is good and this is evil those are the mm-hmm. run- I did love that show yeah. I know I know. I was like I gotta defend Smallville just <laughs> I, for I a second love it um, at the time but, but that's a classic like so that's a classic good versus evil like yeah. you know and so um Runaways is is not that that crystal clear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like you're like every week we're gonna change. <laughs> I know. Well, like that that more well, if you read through all of the comics of Runaways and you start to understand actually what Alex's character goes through, it's it you, you, it will flip it on its head. So I'm oh. not giving it away. Yeah, the diehard fans know what's to come. Ooh. But um, yeah, let's just say that's nothing's, nothing's yeah, clear. And, that, and I'm thinking because I read, you know, up until. So I, I don't know. You guys, it's it, like it can happen, but it also maybe it not, might not happen. So you even have the comic book fans, diehard comic book fans on their toes because we don't know what to expect. You, you don't know? know what to expect. I mean, we're definitely going to honor, honor the source material for this first season. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like Game of Thrones, you know? You never know who's going to yeah. get the axe. So you never know <laughs> if a character is going to stick around because you love them so much, even though they were supposed to die. I have a two-part question. Ooh, sure. Um, Ivan wants to know, do the parents care about each other? And some of the people want to know, will the kids run away? Yes, the kids. <laughs> um, I know everyone's like, will the kids just run away by now? You're just, Come on, you guys. Let's dive into the story. Let's, let's find out. Let's see how, yes, I promise you, they run away. And it is... It is, it is, oh God, the scene where they, yes, it's oh. so good. Yes, the show is called Runaways. The kids will run away. Um, but we do have to get them to the point that they feel they must. Mm-hmm. And so... Is it going to be like the last episode before <laughs> season two? And we're not going to uh, know what's I, going on. I love that. I appreciate like a good story. The storylines, good characters. So I'm I'm okay with them not running away yeah. just yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm having fun with it. Exactly. Yeah. We want the show to have longevity. We want to yeah. be around for a while and we want to be able to tell every story. And you see that they're starting to kind of come back to their parents and you're conflicted. I mean, if you've lived a great life so far, you know, somewhat it's gonna, you're not just all of a sudden going to believe it all. And where do you go? What do you do? These kids have lived Mm -hmm. a very sheltered kind of life in Brentwood. Where are they going to go? So we got to get there. We got to get there. Yeah. But I also think that like runaways, there's so many other people that are running away other than the kids. Like the Yorks, they tried to run away, they but Tina stopped away. them. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny, she ran away. All the sacrifices, they're runaways. And so I think runaways is also just a different word of like, we're, we're constantly <laughs> trying to run away from our problems. It's not just the kids, it's exactly. the parents as well. The very first scene that girls, uh, Destiny's on a bus and you're just dealing with different yeah. runaways and different aspects of that. And that those are the ones that we're sacrificing. And do you forget them or do you not? You know, mm-hmm. what, what, what are you really running away exactly. from? Exactly. But it gets deep, so don't oh, you so worry. Excited. Yeah, I'm I, d- so excited. I would just say to the fan, don't you don't want to rush it because there's so much stuff mm-hmm. coming up. You don't want to rush it. But yes, before this is <laughs> over, I promise you, the kids will run away. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, also, uh, Jasmine Jones. Uh, she said, "Who would you ship on the runaways between the kids?" <laughs> oh, we're seeing them wow. start to form. Sorry. Well, we're, see- we're seeing them start to form. We have our I favorites, know. But- I know. Well, I know who ends up together, oh. but I guess oh. if I can't, <laughs> if I can't pick that, I mean, I would ship Alex and Nico. A lot of people ship Alex and Nico, even though that's not that's not. Does mm. Does mm. Catherine wait, wait, ship um, Alex and Nico? 
I mean, I don't know. Remember when Nico's mom comes in? Uh oh, yeah. And she's just nobody's surprised. And remember when we were when they when the runaways all leave our house after they first see the sacrifice, we're like, oh, do we see something going on between oh, yeah. you and Nico? Uh-oh, yeah. What's going on? And Jeffrey's like, oh, you know, I had some game back in the day. <laughs> even, we, he did. I he had did. some game. You need to know, bubble. So I think that um, all these families come together. I don't know to answer the the first part of that question, like how close are the the pride or how do they care about each do other? they care about each other? I think at different times they do, and at other times they don't. They're definitely obligated to be a part of the pride, and many of them don't want to be there. Mm, well, do you guys? Want and to- you know that you know. Nobody likes <laughs> the Yorks's Brie. So. <laughs> that's the real reason the I kids know, run away, isn't the it? They're like, oh, God, I can't take the Brie anymore. Well, I think we should just go on to episode five because we are just, like, stalling. You know, we, um, we know that Alex gets kidnapped, yes, so that's yes. the premise of that episode five. At, yeah, that happens but at the end of four. with Jeffrey's game Oh yes, the flashback. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we open in a flashback <laughs> going 18 years back. Spoiler alert, but hey, y'all. It's, it's out. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, that's on you. Turn it off. <laughs> turn this off and go turn on Runaways. Uh, no, we start with the flashback. We start going 18 years back, which is crazy to try to play yourself 18 mm-hmm. years ago. So we go back to 1999. Yeah, because that's a totally different mindset you have it's to put yourself in. It's a whole different everything. Yeah, I was like, where's the lighting? Are we going <laughs> to move this around? Um, but no, we flash back to Jeffrey in, in jail and Catherine is his lawyer and that's how they meet. I'm representing him and come up with a plan to get him out of jail because he gets presented with an offer Mm -hmm. and one that he can't refuse so she's got to figure out how to get him out of jail and also convince Jeffrey to ask his friend to do this for him which they they sort of cut a little bit of that scene off because he didn't really need it but he has to then go to his buddy and make a deal and I don't know would you do that for your friend would you take 10 years for your friend I mean I feel like if you grew up the way that he grew up I could see it Take 10 years for somebody, but you better come through with yeah. your That is you also true. Yeah. With your, with your he, end of the deal. He brought up uh, Nana B. Nana who, B. Who's kind of like the tie. They tie each other uh-huh. together. Nana B took care of Jeffrey when he was young um, and, and brought him in. They were, they were sort of raised like brothers. So for him to not make good on what he promised him, even if he did it in a small part, for him not to really truly do it and achieve as much as he did, you can understand why Darius is so upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we I want to know why. We, well, we find out that he never really came through. Nana- no, yeah, but I want to know why he didn't come through. Like, oh, why? Like, okay. there's even a reason. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he just like, moved- is he really that bad of a person, or is, is there a reason he couldn't do it? I feel like mm-hmm. he kind of moved on from his life, that life. Mm-hmm. He kind of made that clear so many times, like, oh, that's my old life, and really wants to stay away from it I think maybe he just wants to cut ties mm-hmm. but maybe just pay him and cut the ties yeah, <laughs> right. what I'm saying. or if it's not or you know sometimes it's just never enough you know mm-hmm. remember he that's was true. asking for $50,000 and then all of a sudden he's like no I want a million like that's a big jump <laughs> yeah. that's a that's also, not <laughs> if you get an, give an inch people like to take a mile so or he's if you gonna feel keep coming after but him but he spent 10 years I for know. him he spent 10 years like that's, that's why he kidnapped his son. That's exactly. why you understand why he's so mad. And I love yeah. that shot where they go from his face and then they go to the current face. And that's the same actor, you know, playing the same part for 18 years, and to have that weight and then just being like, "No, I will take your son. I will take everything that means anything to you because you owe me." Yeah, mm-hmm. this was. I feel like this episode, episode five, Kingdom, was really about uh, like the father son dynamic because we saw it with Alex and Jeffrey. We saw it kind of a father uh, son relationship with uh, Andre and uh, Darius, and we also saw you know obviously Chase and Victor. So it was definitely a father dedicated episode because the, do- the daughters, the fathers, they're they're very. Uh, 
I feel like they're from what we've seen up until now they're a lot more dynamic than the the women the mothers thus far but I could totally be wrong we're gonna find out yeah you're definitely gonna find out so um yeah it was really cool and um what was I saying? Jeffrey, he, he shows up guns a blazing. Yeah. yeah. You know, that was insane. There's, this was such a crazy episode. This was the episode that the team kind of came together for the first time, really, with everyone in their powers. So, well, how, what do you guys think of like everyone just like finally coming together with their powers? Molly, Nico, yes. she has the staff, <laughs> finally. Carolina, she was shooting out. What was Beams, that? She like was light. Yeah, like I love. What did I, you guys think of this whole showdown? I thought it was great because they all kind of came in one by one, showing their power, and they all were like, even though there was a shootout, except Gert, Alex is being kidnapped. <laughs> so yeah, but even though all this craziness has happened, they're all coming out with their power, and everyone's just kind of like, "Wow, like you're really <laughs> cool!" Like just taking that little moment to appreciate their powers. I thought it was a really funny way mm-hmm. to show it. If I, I, yeah, oh, sorry. I love Chase coming in in his Range Rover oh and then he's with the pistol guns and then like him almost shooting himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That back- was like classic <laughs> though, like, of like, okay, it kind of worked, but like we still have to, <laughs> we yeah. still have to figure it all <laughs> out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're figuring each other out again. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't been friends for two years and now they're older and they've gone through a lot in this last week. And so they're really coming together as a group and getting to know each other again mm-hmm. and figuring out wh- where their alliances are and how strong they really are. Mm-hmm. If you had yeah. to choose one of the superpowers, <laughs> any of the character superpowers to take, oh, I want that seen. staff. I want that staff oh. one. I just think it's so cool. You just stick it in your bag and you pull it out. And she hasn't mm-hmm. even discovered all the powers oh. that that it has. And, and as you see at the end of five, Tina's like, "No, you keep that for a little." That's while. a powerful weapon. You but, need to use that wisely. That's all I'm going to say. It only works for two people. But, but I found it interesting. How come it works for Nico and then it wouldn't work for Amy when she was alive? And that that's just well, interesting. that was, was never that was never said. We, so no, could, she did. No, she said did she? for two people. But yeah. she could have been lying. Why? She or killed, because she, Nico's because Nico because uh, Amy's gone. Yeah. Amy's gone. So there's That's only what two I was people thinking. on the planet. It's it's the DNA. You know, yeah. oh, okay. it hits their finger in the blood. Mm-hmm. The blood. That's what or I was. or it was made just for Nico, but. Um, but Amy's gone, so... Yeah. yeah. Maybe she's gone for a reason. Uh-huh. She's like, you're not my successor. No, no, no. So, I don't know. I don't trust that no. Tina. Nika's going to come into her power. Well, she did. It was so cool when she... You know, it's right through yeah. their yeah. eyes, and she's all, protect, protect us. us. Yes, protect us. And the first time she did it, she it didn't work. And the second time, the third time, she... she she mm-hmm. had it. Can I say I give Darius props for still trying to come back and fight, though? Like, <laughs> he is like, not a quitter. He, he, he did not quit. He's just like, first of all, y'all ain't gonna, you ain't gonna play me. <laughs> like, you put me some bushes. Like they shot, He sh- yeah. got shot with the fistigons into those yeah. bushes. <laughs> I, I don't know how he got up from that, personally. And then he came guns ablazing. Like, he was going to He, he had two guns. I'm like, where'd you get the second one? He was going to shoot them down. Wow. I love that he saw the bullets kind of just, like, disintegrating. And he was like, uh-uh. Jumped <laughs> Like zoomed yeah, away he's all something right. Yeah. Something's not right here. No, yeah. no, no. Darius, Darius is a great character. Will we be seeing him again? Is absolutely. that too much of a spoiler? No, oh, okay. No, awesome. absolutely. Yeah. I have a question Good. for you that yeah. interested me. So, at the end, you know, you and Jeffrey, you know, how you're talking like we're still water, you still his dad, we're still parents, and we still have to figure out what's gonna happen when Darius makes his appearance, and we don't want to keep secrets from each other. But yeah, it was, she it was says, a look you guys not a look. <laughs> You gotta look like when you I have say, your own secret, oh, like you keep it from Jeffrey. Mm, well, I think that she's just realizing because because he says if Jeffrey come, if Darius comes back, and she says, "Oh, I don't think you mean if you mean when." Mm-hmm. Basically, Jeffrey, this is this is this issue is coming back. So yes, the mm-hmm. answer is yes. When 
Darius comes back, we're going to need to deal with this. And she comes to him and says, like, yeah, no, we don't have any secrets with each other. Like, we can't, this is, we, we have to be a team. We have to be Team Wilder in order to go up against any of this stuff. And I think she's just conflicted. Like, we almost lost our boy today. Like, mm. this is really, the things that we have done are really coming. If we would have lost our son, I mean, Catherine would have been devastated. So I think it was more a look of, shit, today, today, that, that got too close. That got yeah. too close to home is really what I think it is. It's like, keep Jeffrey together, keep our child together, keep it all together, um, because we're about to lose it all, and, yeah. that, and that just can't happen. Yeah, we're seeing the cracks in the pride. You're starting to see the cracks yeah. in the pride. Um, and if you're going to keep those secrets, you know, Victor caught note of uh, Janet and Robert's I know, relationship just in this one episode. Little, one little he knows, and yeah. no, now knowing that his, you know he has cancer, that even makes me feel for him, his character even more. Yeah. You know, and I'm afraid that maybe Jeffrey, he's going to keep a secret from Catherine, and that's going to you know, blow everything up. Well, Catherine just said, don't you keep no secrets from me, so... I think Jeffrey, he might keep some secrets from me. And she didn't believe him the first time, when he's like, oh, it's just a missed call, it was the wrong number. She's like, "Mm, I don't know. Like, y'all say homie, where you going? It's like, I don't know. (laughs) She is so calm and collected, and kind of like the glue that keeps everyone together. How do you see Catherine? Like, did you use anything from past um, people that you've played on TV? I you know I, I dive into each role on their own and I'm sure they all just I mean they all kind of stem from inside of me so it's, I just look at them I just try to find the truth in the character and just and just play it so yes her she doesn't have a power there are no there are no special abilities that the Wilders have at all mm-hmm. not even Alex what they have is that is that sort of calm glue that kind of pulls things together they have leadership skills there's mm-hmm. a reason why they're leading they're one of the leaders of the pride the reason why it's in their home the reason that um, Julian McMahon's character found them back in the day in 1999 mm-hmm. in the middle of some jail mm-hmm. cell to and, and, and saw that they were going to come together so this is part of her, her life and part of her legacy and she's not going to lose it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're arguably the strongest. They got all the money. They're they smart. <laughs> um, but you brought up uh, Julian McMahon's character. Mm-hmm. We come to find out he's actually that crusty body. I know. And he might, we're kind of predicting that he might be Carolina the father of Carolina. And when he said, like, oh, I, I just want to see her look in her eyes. Leslie was mad. She said she did not like that. She's not ready for that all to happen. She's mm. not ready. She's got a husband. And she's he's out in the desert just like ready. trying to become an ultra. I know. I think they were just kind of trying to keep him away exactly. somewhere. Yeah. I actually thought he was going to be the sacrifice. I, I know they used teenagers, but I really thought mm-hmm. he was going to be the sacrifice. They're like, I know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But then they got Andre. Poor Andre. I know. Sacrifice. I know. Poor kid. The kids try to stop him. That's Nathan Davis Jr. He's a big musician. He's, 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 he's great. He was in that Detroit movie as well. So oh. he oh, just breaks he breaks your heart when they put him in that box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, um, it in was a such way, it would have been like super convenient for for him to die and for Frank? the new father to take place. No, no, for um the the guy from the church. What's his name Fra- again? Frank. Oh. Frank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah. would have been convenient because then like you don't have to like really worry about you don't have to kill a seventeen year old. But if you lose but another person from. Um, it's so true from the church. That's true. No, and it has to be someone that no one will miss. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Carolina probably wouldn't like that either. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's all tricky. And he's not a he's not a part of the prize, so we're gonna find that out. Or was he? Mm-hmm. Can I just have I'm super excited that Julian's on there? Because first of all, I'm a Charmed fan, uh, and can we say he has like him? Like he has not aged, and it's kind of like freaky. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, he didn't why age he in our sh- so hot. He didn't age in our show either. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. Did you notice that in the in the flashback, he's the same? He's they the same. Yeah, he's the same. 
So he always oh, comes back the same. Is this a clue right dun, now? Dun, he's, dun, dun. he's immortal. Yeah, I think he's, he's, um, he's Angel Parker man. confirmed. Well, well, he was. A, <laughs> I mean, he was a he was a crusty man, yeah. and he was in a glowing box. So yeah. he's Voldemort. Some- I called it. He's, <laughs> he's something. Yeah, it was he's, unexpected because we were thinking that that was going to be uh, Leslie's father who passed away. You know, so but oh, it's Julian McMahon. I know. You know, it's funny when <laughs> I was reading the scripts, I thought that too. Mm-hmm. I thought that too. But remember, he glows. Remember when he was yep. crusty, mm-hmm. and then he's in the glowing box, and Carolina glows. So there's a lot that's gonna. Come out. Can mm. we talk about the part Ooh. that Mina missed? Uh-oh. What, what did, did you I miss? miss? What did I miss? Leslie getting all naked to slide under. Uh, no, that's what that threw part. us off. See, I didn't see I, the part that you guys were saying his genitals were glowing. I said I didn't remember yeah, that was, part. The middle I remember part was just glowing. <laughs> I just remembered. I, I, did, I did take a screenshot of that and said that to <laughs> I had to send that to my girl Annie who plays, who plays Leslie. I'm just like, girl. <laughs> what, did she, wait, what did she say? <laughs> we were just making fun of each other. Oh. We were just clowning. I'm just like, girl, that scene. I can't. Oh I, my can't with, I can't with that scene. And just because you have to shoot it. You have to do it. And uh-huh. I'm like, what was glowing? I <laughs> we have a lot of fun with each other. That's all good. The, the ladies of the pride, the women of the pride. Yeah, you were talking to us about, like, you guys are so close. And that's so cool to just, yeah. like, go back and watch the next episode I'm like these guys are friends in real life we're like all friends we've so. got a loop we got a pride loop we got a, <laughs> and then the pride loop the men get all they're like stop texting so much lately <laughs> and so we got a women of the pride loop we've got a runaways pride loop we've got it all so we all we all hang out after this i'm going to hang out with them oh, like, yes i gave everybody red onesies <laughs> for um for a rap gift so no we're very close and we, oh. we're really grateful to be a part of this show so we, we just really want it to be successful uh-huh. and, and Ew. yeah it is, it is. <laughs> It is. But we're just happy that the fans like it because yeah. that's really what is the most important thing to us. Have you had any like a, like uh, experience with a fan, even on Twitter, like that really like stood out to you or like meant a lot to you? Well, they just love it. They love it. Like I've had fans make sort of artwork of of Catherine from the comic and and me and the way they put it together, and I'm just blown away. Not by how similar I am to the comic, but just how they put that together, and they'll find out. You know, it's just sweet. It's just love. You know, mm-hmm. to send the love out to the you know through the internet. Most of the time, it's not. So to receive all that and to really hear what the fans think is just is the best. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So much happened in episode five. Uh, I mean, I we're, so we find out about, uh, a little bit about Carolina and her possible interest in Nico. So that's something that's really important, I think, <laughs> personally. Um, yeah, she she has a moment, and especially when she walks in on Nico and Alex. Yeah. yeah so that's why I ship, I ship Alex and Nico because it's just they're doomed to fail. <laughs> you can oh, just gosh. tell. I feel that hurts my heart. Oh, you well, can just tell that that something's not going to keep them together. Mm. I still I still ship the two of them, but it's all going to be okay. Oh my gosh! But then Carolina, I mean, her heart just her is heart broken. can't take much more. So. You know, she oh. everything's a lie. Her li- her entire life is a lie. Why am I glowing? Why have I been wearing this yeah. bracelet for my entire life? I I'm, know. M- struggle with you know possible sexual identity. Um, heart is broken with Nico and Alex. Yeah. Um, I mean, poor girl was almost raped in the first episode. Yeah. I mean, this girl, been through it. She's her mom's of, been picking up, you know, runaways, yeah. killing them. So she's she's got a lot going on. Poor poor Carolina. Poor but, Carolina. But Ginny, she's such a great actress and, and just plays it so well. She's such a beauty too. Mm-hmm. So the camera just mm-hmm. loves her. So it, it's it's really cool when she when she does glow and you know, like Chase says, it's she, she's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. Yeah. We cannot like discount that ever. <laughs> but we almost forgot something from episode uh, four, the showdown between Dinosaur and Molly. Oh Sorry, my god. I had to get that no, out. No, no. Thank right. you for bringing that up. Because that 
fight. He was like right I was, above yeah. her face. I was Team Molly in that one, yeah. though. But I'm always Team Molly. How was it like? I don't know. Well, we haven't seen any scenes with you with with the dinosaur. Old Lace. Yeah, well, Old Lace. I mean, it's six puppeteers that bring her to life. That's crazy. And then they add CGI later for like the tail and for it to move. But when you're working with the dinosaur, you're it's right there. Like Molly was that that dinosaur was right there, and and there are, you know actors and and skilled animatronic workers that are bringing her to life. So. I swear that dinosaur probably costs way more than all of us because <laughs> it's so lifelike. It's so lifelike. They really brought Old Lace to life, and and when you get to see her in her full glory, it's just very cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. I yeah. love how Gert came in. She was like, "Stop!" And it was like they're like they're both like ready in battle mode. <laughs> oh yeah, she was gonna take. I was that would have been a good fight. Like who was gonna take her down? Or when she first just kicked him off up of her the ceiling. Oh, up yeah. to the ceiling. <laughs> You're just like, oh, do not mess with Molly. Uh, I, ca- I kind of d- wish Gert didn't interrupt. I know you just want to see. Molly would have whooped. Molly would have gone. I mean, Molly <laughs> can pick up out. cars. She pushes vans. She picks up. <laughs> That's right. SUVs. She would pass out. Yeah, though, I know. Then she'd pass out. Gert's superpower feels so like limited and useless. Like I hope that it can expand into something more than just talking Girl, to that one. That's a pet. She gonna use somebody someday. <laughs> what are you talking about? When all of a just sudden, wait, like come. your your number two shows up and it's a dinosaur, I think you're good. You always want to. You're just like, say hello to my little friend. Could you imagine Darius's face if he saw a dinosaur, too? Oh, my he gosh. He would have lost it. I really wish Old Lace was there in that shot when it zoomed out of all of them. That would have been that would have completed it. It oh, was 99%, but I really wish the dinosaur... You got to wait for it. Wait for oh it. Wait God. for it. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Going back to Molly for a second, does Catherine completely believe Molly when they're in the car and she tells her, like, oh, we were looking for alcohol? Like, does that conversation ever kind of come back? Yeah, it comes back. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it comes back. I think in that good moment question. she believes her because that is an actual, I mean, I was like, good, quick thinking, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> you would kind of believe that. You'd be like, oh, yeah, they were looking for booze. Oh, okay, no big deal. Kind of mm-hmm. like with Nico with the shirt off. She's like, oh, they'll believe that teenagers are having sex. They'll believe that teenagers are, are drinking, mm-hmm. but they're not going to believe that these teenagers actually figured out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So she's relieved that she thinks that it's just a little bit of alcohol. Um but no, I mean, they, they do run away. They do find out that mm. we know and there's something to run away from. So when that all comes down, that's why I'm saying don't rush the runaway because <laughs> yeah, we have to figure out that they know because that's yeah. what they, ultimately they're running away from us. Yeah. yeah. So and we have to learn about each and, we, and every and one they, of you. And they have to feel that they're in danger because at this point, you know, maybe they could reason with the parents. Maybe it's not, you know, even Alex says in episode five, I'm going to go sleep in the guest house. Like, it's just <laughs> such a Brentwood thing to say. Fine, you stay here. I'm going to go sleep in the guest house. You know, what happens when that's not good enough? And, and, and that's all that you know is I'm going to go to the guest house. How are you going to how yeah. going to make it in the world? Mm-hmm. Even, you know, some of the parents want to run away. And I want to know what you yeah. guys think of Molly and Gert's parents, because Remember they had the house, the secret location? Yeah, that they inherited but from Molly's, Molly's parents. parents. It's from yeah. Molly's parents yes. in Yucatan, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Tina tracks Tina, them down. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, man. what's Tina going on, on with that? Them. No, let's say Kincaid was on that, because that spider tattoo is very distinctive for a reason. It's going to come back to haunt us and Black bite Widow. us in the butt. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's going to come back. Well, yeah, I think that's very symbolic. Everyone's afraid like, of Tina. I mean, even remember the, the the men when they're kidnapping, they're about to get arrested, and they're going into, they're like, oh, your wife's going to be mad at us. <laughs> like, no, 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 Tina's not going to know anything. I'm going to call. Um, Flores? Flores. Flores, yeah, I'm going to call Flores. No, they've got, Tina's got a staff. Tina, Literally, <laughs> Tina has a staff, but she also has a staff working for her that's going to ensure that, that, you know, the whiz come and everything comes out. So she's she's badass. 
She's mm. a badass. She is. She's even evil. though I know, I she's also stone cold. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. just everything that happens when she tries to get back together with her husband. Oh, oh. I was going to ask you about that. What do you think about that restaurant scene? I know, right? That's the one scene I had to skip that my son. <laughs> I couldn't let my son oh, watch no. that. And I was like, "There's one scene that maybe <laughs> my son's a little too young to kind of understand." But no, you just your heart breaks for her. She's really trying. She knows she's lost a good man, and she's trying to get it back. And mm. he's got other things on his mind. Do you guys think Tina is really trying with Nico at the end of episode five, mm. or is she kind of playing her a little bit? That's an interesting question. It felt I like she was giving her like a false sense of power. Actually, yeah. I think the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think so. I feel yeah. like she's trying to set up. She set up the death of Amy. That's what I'm predicting. I think, and can, I feel like she's trying to set up Nico for you know. And I think she can track what the daughter does with the staff. Interesting. It's also very interesting hmm. to think that if they start to connect with their parents again then they don't believe them you know if you don't if you start to connect with them if she starts to appreciate her mom for the staff or if uh, Greg Sulkin's character if Chase starts to you know admire his father it's harder to run away it's harder to believe that they're doing that you don't want to believe it mm-hmm. mm. I have one final question before we start to wrap up what's been uh, one of the one of your personal favorite dynamics to either be a part of while acting or to watch <laughs> bless you thanks I just love the dynamic between Catherine and Jeffrey. I really do. I feel like they are one of the healthiest relationships on the show. They really, truly do love each other. And even when there's that little bit of of, of a lie or of not sharing the complete truth, they still come together at the end. They still know (coughs) that that they're going to make it through this together. So working with with Ryan Mm -hmm. has been the best. Oh, that's so... (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh! I, you are such a phenomenal oh, actor thanks. in this in this yeah. show, and seeing you come to life like that ponytail. Oh, that ponytail! Yeah. That ponytail! <laughs> it's in the comics. It's too. in the comic. Well, that was it. We really we. We we really had to make sure that it all came to life. But that com- in the comic, it like swirls down mm-hmm. her butt and it does this whole thing. <laughs> so we knew we had to make that ponytail something special. So it, mm-hmm. it, t- it took a it lot is. of time every day to get that. But po- you see my hair. I got no hair. <laughs> it looks good. I got no I hair. It. So um, so to, to bring Catherine to life really took some time and effort. And I'm, and I'm, I'm really proud of how, how the whole team put it together. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks for watching yeah, the show. You need to come back. Fans. I will yeah. come back because I want to see if you guys are right. And <laughs> oh I want to see. Yeah, or oh. how, what, if you're wrong. Oh my god! Um, I hope I'm not wrong. <laughs> it, just, it gets it gets party. really good. It's all just going to start to. Yeah, we only have runaway party. I know, right? We only have five left. So. We're going to keep in yeah. touch. Okay. No, yeah. I'll okay. See, I'll see so. you on the Insta. <laughs> Tell the fans the Runaways where they can find you one final time. Oh, I'm on I'm on Twitter as, as Angel Parker, and I'm on Instagram as Angel Parker LA. And guys, ladies. Hey guys, I'm Ashley Brinkman. You can find me on Instagram at Ashley underscore Brinkman. Hey guys, I'm Mina, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mina Makes Magic. Hey guys, remember we were doing a giveaway, so go to iTunes. You'll find our podcast under Marvel TV Weekly. Give us five stars and a review. If you do not have iTunes, leave a comment under our videos on YouTube. Say five stars so I know you're entering the contest. You will win this comic book signed by all of our guests coming into the show. Uh, including yeah. Angel. Yeah, Including Angel. I'm going to sign it. Yeah. And guys, again, I am Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram and love Shay Butter on Snapchat. <laughs> oh. Yes, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Oliver Drennan and follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Angel, again. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 You're tuning into the destination.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.